Hey everyone, this is Rachel with the Therapy Sisters. We are continuing on in our series talking about self-care. And this week we're doing two mini-sode episodes. So if you didn't get a chance to listen on Tuesday, I'd encourage you to go back and listen because Karis walked through the four areas of need and what a preventative self-care plan is. In this series, we've talked quite a bit about preventative and reactive self-care. And so today I'm going to talk a little bit about how to create a preventative self-care plan and give you hopefully something tangible that you could implement into your own life. So as we've discussed, there are four areas of need. There are emotional, spiritual, relational, and physical needs. Because we are humans living a human experience, all of these four areas are what contribute to our wholeness of being a human being. But I want to clarify that nobody meets all of these needs all the time. I think people often think, at least in the therapy setting and in the clinical setting, that when we begin talking about self-care, the expectation is almost to master this or to be able to do these things all the time. And the reality is that's just not reality. I certainly don't meet all of these every single week. Um, And there's a lot of grace and compassion for the things that I can't meet for sure. But I think the goal is just to work on coming into a regulated space and making sure, as we talked about before, that window of tolerance where everything feels um, regulated and just right, like as much as we can, taking steps to keep ourselves in a space that feels calm and um, and just regulated and just feels good. So I'm going to walk through some examples of what this might look like. So when you think about emotional self-care, emotional self-care avenues take care for your emotions. It sounds kind of easy, but I think it's complicated for a lot of, a lot of us. Um, that might be journaling. That might be meditation. It might be talking or processing with a friend when you're going through something um, or even just processing like, you know, your day with your partner. It could be anything like that. Relational self-care would be investing in relationships that fill your cup. I want to say that again, that fill your cup. I think a lot of people, and particularly women, fill the relationship role in a taking manner, not because you're in unhealthy relationships necessarily, but because you're, you might be a mom or you might have a partner or you might have um, like just a personality that maybe is there for others instead of yourself as much. And so I just want to make sure that in this um, era we talk about investing in relationships that fill your cup too. So that might be coffee with your best friend. It might be intentional time with your partner, a date night. It might be, um, it might be intentional time with your children, you know, if that's something that you're needing. Um, physical needs would be what, you know, what, what we do to take care of ourselves physically. So that could be nutrition. That could be planning ahead. Um, a lot of clients I have feel like that sounds like more work, but I always think like if it takes like an hour to meal plan on a Sunday, you might have your lunches set for work and feel like you have a little bit more energy throughout the week and feel like you're putting good energy into your body too. Um, another one is getting good sleep and then movement. I think Karis and I have both mentioned before we've had friends and clients who talk about things like staying up super late because that's the only time of day they had to themselves, which we totally understand. But eventually that hits you and I know getting good sleep is really important. I know when I don't get good sleep, it kind of unravels my whole day as far as like being thoughtful in my self-care. And then the last one is spiritual. So spiritual, the way we define this is whatever connects you to your spirituality and whatever that might look like for you, which sounds kind of vague, but it looks different for everybody. And so it might be being in nature. It might be if you're, if you're someone who prays, like spending time in prayer, it might be, um, you know, connecting with other people of similar views. It might be reading a good book, um, that relates to spiritual growth. It might be, um, meditation. And so the thing about these four areas is they can all work with each other. So, you know, I mentioned, I think meditation a couple of different times. So when you think about your emotional self-care, maybe your spiritual self-care, those are things meditation could fit both, could fit both of those needs. Or you might think about, um, 
you know, sometimes relationships and spiritual needs meet because you connect sometimes with other people in relationships spiritually when you're sharing parts of yourself or sometimes emotional self-care and are trying to physical self-care. So getting good rest can help your emotions feel better. So the goal is to connect with yourself ahead of time. And because it's preventative, I might be looking over your schedule and seeing what, what might fit for the week. So I just want to give you an example of kind of what I do. So I'm, I typically look at this at the week and figure out kind of what my work schedule looks like and what my schedule looks like with my kids and my husband's work schedule and where there might be some space for different things that I need. And like I said, I don't have the expectation of meeting every single need every single day, but I do have specific days of the week that I have planned for exercise. I have a bedtime I set for myself that I try not to (laughs) overrule most nights. Um, I definitely plan to connect with Karis or, um, one of my best friends, um, probably once a month where we spend time together. That's the goal, right? Once a month we spend time together sitting down and getting to hang out for a few hours. Um, or through the week it's texting and checking in because sometimes that's really powerful if you can't connect in person. Um, when I think about physical outside of going to bed at a decent hour and exercise, I think about, um, I typically do meal plan on Sundays just because that makes my life easier. (laughs) So for some people, that might feel overwhelming if you're not a planner, and that's fine. I'm just telling you the perspective of kind of what I do and what helps me. Um, And then emotional, I would say I do more um, emotional self-care on the weekends because at this stage of life, I have a little bit more space on Saturday and Sunday mornings, and so that's a space where I tend to journal more, and I tend to kind of invest in my my emotional sides and my needs preventatively. And then I would say um, spiritual self-care could be things like walks in nature. Um, For me, that can be meditation, that can be connecting to other people, and that sort of thing. So that's kind of how I plan that throughout the week. I'm attaching a worksheet to this podcast of a a way that you could implement some of these things for yourself, just to kind of give some perspective what that could look like. Um, So I'll attach it to the show notes, and you can look there for more information. But it's going to go over emotional, spiritual, relational, physical needs. It has some examples. And then it has also in there the time and the day that you want to do that. And then you can fill that in for yourself. But I just want to encourage you, if you try to implement something like this, be very gentle and kind with yourself because this is a process that really has to be learned. And I will be 100 with you. (laughs) I'm not perfect at this process. There are weeks where I didn't do well planning preventative self-care. Or there are weeks where... um, you know, I just didn't think about it, or maybe I'm in a space of needing reactive self-care and so preventative self-care just didn't go as smoothly. Um, or sometimes we don't always know what we need preventatively and that's okay too. It's all part of like listening to your body and, and learning. So even if you were to set a couple of these goals up, just pay attention to how that feels for you. And if you feel a little calmer, more regulated, um, and then you can go from there. So I hope you found this helpful. Um, come back next week. We're going to talk more and continue about our conversation about self-care Um, This is something we just both deeply value and know is very important about just being a human, having a human experience and something we often start with with our clients in session, just surrounding, you know, taking care of themselves and prioritizing these parts that are really important. Thanks so much. We look forward to uh, recording and being in touch with you next week.